Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What's up? What's up? How's everybody doing? It's America Unplugged. Merry, merry, merry Christmas. It is that time of season. It's the greatest time ever in the history of, of the world. I love Christmas so much, right? And even if uh, if you don't subscribe to Christianity, you do the whole thing still. Celebrate Christmas. It's fantastic, especially here in New York. All the people that shit on New York 24-7. There's no place uh, like New York to celebrate Christmas. And I can say that because I'm from here. It's the greatest. It's the greatest time of year. I can't I can't wait. I'm very, very excited. But we got stuff to talk about as usual. Thank you for showing up week after week after week. Hope everybody's doing well. The wisest of all the wolves, Mr. Tony Arterburn. What's going on, sir? Well, it's a Christmas miracle. We're all broadcasting at the mm-hmm. same time on time. So right. I can't believe it. The, synch- the synchronicity. And I, I want to check, uh, uh, if you'll excuse me for a second, I need to check the feed on freeworld.fm because we should be streaming on free world as well it's a christmas miracle mr <laughs> don jeffries the legendary how are you sir what's going on well uh, like you i uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year you know i uh, i still get excited at christmas time and i, I like the secular trappings too you know i like the the, the the trees and the presents and the glitz and all that and the christmas lights in the neighborhood and all that i <clears throat> i uh, i don't find anything anti-christian about it so i, I love the whole thing this is a and it's the time of year when everyone uh, watches Christmas Carol and uh, they understand it uh, shouldn't be a Mr. Scrooge and everybody is as generous as they're ever going to be. So I think it has a good effect on just about everybody. Right, man. It's fantastic. My favorite time of year. Um, going to get into a bunch of stuff, hopefully, hopefully, Lord willing, before the season is up and uh, watch. What was that? I, I saw the new Willy Wonka movie. It was fantastic. It was fun. Um, and I'm going to watch other Christmas stuff and be sappy. Yeah. And I love the, the tree and I love the presents. I love everything about it. I love Santa Claus for all my conspiracy heads out there. Um, you know, cause they say, you know, Hey, don't, don't do Santa Claus to your kids. Cause you're lying to them off the bat. Yeah. I loved every freaking minute of it, every minute of it. And yeah, when I found out it sucked, but you know what? I still loved it. Cause it was magical. It was so dope. I loved it. Anyway. Mr. Graves is joining us here today. Chris Graves, digging Chris Graves. What is going on, sir? Welcome back to America Unplugged. Hey, thank you for having me again. Uh, yeah, watch uh, Santa versus Santa Claus versus the Martians, I think. Yeah, classic. Classic. <laughs> Bill Murray and Scrooge. Just don't watch no. Fantastic. Well, um, we, we have uh, several presents under the tree here at America Unplugged that, that, uh, that uh, you know, those people in control have decided to place us, uh, to place things there, so we can talk about this week. I mean, we can st- we can start talking about AI girlfriends ruining men everywhere, right? <laughs> this is literally a thing. Uh, we can talk about it a little later, but but let's talk about um, Donald Trump, your friend and mine. Yeah, and you know what? I've always respected David Knight 
but but it just and and we don't agree on everything but every week every every day i listen to david knight it gets better and better and better and better and i'm like he's got it he he knows exactly what's going on here he and and he had a um a front row seat to everything that went down on Infowars, right? But he stepped it up with Trump to another level. He doesn't give a damn anymore. He's not, you know, he's just like, I loathe this man, is what came out of his mouth. And I'm like, fine, yes, it's fine. It's fine to not like a piece of crap, right? I remember when we always, when you know, David Rockefeller died. There was no no love lost there, man. You know, um, who was it? Henry Kissinger. Man, we crapped all over him, right? And that was all good. If Joe Biden croaks tomorrow, God forbid, oh my God, the alternative media will throw a party, a party. But uh, crap on Donald Trump and all these people that say they know the truth and that they're red-pilled and that they're fighting for freedom and all this stuff, end of the world, they come right back at you. Well, not David Knight. Shouts to Mr. Knight. Thank you. Merry Christmas. That was fantastic this week. Crap, he's like, I hate this man. And he should, because he's a traitor and a grifter and everything else around it. But beyond that, we will talk about him getting kicked off the Colorado uh, uh, ballots and what that actually means, if it means anything at all. Uh, so so let's start uh, with Mr. Arterburn. What's up, sir? How you doing? What's going on over there? Well, I'm doing good. And I think that we are uh, streaming okay on Free World. So uh, I think, are we going to do the second hour today? Yes, sir. Lord willing. Okay. Second hour over on freeworld.fm, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you, you're so right about David. <laughs> I'll never forget um, being his fill-in host. You know, I kind of try to see, you know, what what are his topics of interest? What does he cover the most? I'll never forget. Uh, I think it was just right after the uh, executive order that Trump signed uh, Friday the 13th, March of 2020. And I'm pulling into my shop in Branson, listen to his show in the morning. And, he, and I had the volume up in my in my Jeep and all of a sudden he just his voice and he just says, he's a traitor to this country. You know, like he just like, he went from being calm, David, to yeah, this is a traitor to this. And I thought, wow, this is not going to be a good segue into Infowars when we have all the 40 chess that Alex does about, you know, Trump's got the 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 vaccine that's that's a little bit weaker you know and all this all that stuff that was coming and you know that you know trump said he's behind the scenes he's got to put anthony fauci in charge it's kind of a ruse you know whatever that they were saying and i just thought wow this is the essence it boiled down here and you know it for anybody tuning in do you re guys realize how much money you leave on the table and how many followers and how much adulation how much harder the road is just to say look i my analysis is this guy isn't helping. This guy is antithetical to freedom and liberty. This guy caved, or I don't know what his role is. We really don't know. But you guys realize, I mean, it, it's it's you're you're hurting yourself as a broadcaster, but you have to do it if that's what you believe. You have to communicate that. David has just said, "I don't care if anybody follows me. I'm not. I am not going to bend on this." How many people in in alternative media that make a living off that can say that? Yeah, yeah. It, it's he's one of a kind. And it's not just because I fill in for him or I sponsor his show or that I know I know him. I, I, there is nobody like David and nobody can fill his shoes because right now the tip of the spear, like I told him uh, when we talked Thursday on his show, it's like you you can't 
you can't uh, take a day off, really. But, you know, he he's taking some time off for Christmas. Like, well, we can't lose you because you're the tip of the spear. So no, my hat's off to him as well. And I mean, I know it was you were you setting me up to talk about Trump in Colorado or do you want to just know about David? I mean, I set it up. Knock it down. Go right ahead. Well, I served up the 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 knuckleball. Not very, not very strong. Just waiting for you to. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making sure before I hit it. You know, I, I do. Do you want me to point first or where? Yeah, go ahead. Babe Ruth. <clears throat> do it. Uh, well, I, I think this entire thing. First of all, it's our democracy. We have a democracy, and every, you know, everybody's welcome. Trump's running our democracy, and then you know they want to take him off ballot. So I mean, we already have this. It's a mockery, ladies and gentlemen. This country's a mockery when it comes to ballot access. Do you realize how hard it is to get on a ballot somewhere? I mean, do you, do you realize that's why we don't? People are like, I wonder why we don't have a third party. Go try to get on a ballot. <laughs> yes. And, and, and there's little hidden rules that you don't know about, like in the state of Texas. In the state of Texas, if you vote in a primary, you can't run in a general as an independent. If you take, if you donate to someone in a political party in a primary, you can't run as an independent. And to run as an independent, you have to get signatures. You can't cut a check like with the parties. All of the stuff with the parties, folks, is a sideshow. Ask Teddy, go back to, listen, I bet Don knows about this, 1912, Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> He's ex-president of the United States. He was, you know, he took over when McKinley was assassinated in 1900. And he served well, that, that term for McKinley, then one in his own right. And he came back to run against Taft, who he had left in place. So, you know, Teddy had been gone since 1908. He's running against Taft. He gets the, he wins the primary. And the Republican Party took it away from him and gave it to Taft. The parties control who the nominee is. And the, the votes are sideshows. So that's where it starts with Colorado. The, the Republican Party can just place him. Now, if it's if it comes down to if you didn't run in the primary, you can't be on that. That starts a Supreme Court issue. But I think the whole thing's a mockery. If you go to the heart of this, and it's very counterintuitive, but it looks to me as that the establishment clearly wants Trump to be the nominee because they're allowing these kind of things to make him a martyr, more indictments, uh, more scrutiny, more, you know, again, more persecution. It's ensuring that he's the nominee nominee. You have to look at it through that lens. But it is I think it's a uh, it's an insult to the American people. I know you probably disagree with me, Billy. Making it harder for people to have ballot access and choose their candidates is 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 against every principle that we stand for on we the people choosing who our representatives are. I agree with states. States don't have rights. States have powers. Those states can do that. It doesn't mean that it's right. And if they take Trump off the ballot, which, again, I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm not going to support Trump. But people ought to have the right to vote for who they want to. End of end of issue. Done. Period. I will save my comments for the end. All, all hate can come to the infinite fringe at <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> Don Jeffries, what's going on, sir? How are you? Fine. Well, you know, this is again, this is just the, the latest in a series of unprecedented uh, steps. And again, the, the elite, they at least used to. Uh, 
put up a pretense of some kind of structure and paying attention to at least you know, some constitutional frameworks. Obviously, this is way beyond the pale. And again, I know that probably 100 million, I don't know how many people you know voted for Biden, but certainly everybody that voted for Biden is probably applauding this. And I see, I see the comment. Yeah, that's right. Take him off the state. All, and again, this is because of what Trump is. You know, Trump is the Trumpenstein project. He's there to he's there to make people either hate or love him, and he's there to divide the country and he's there to uh, destroy what was left of any kind of independent po political movement. But obviously, to take someone off the ballot, and again, this is if this was a third world, you know, not that we're obviously we're the we're the wealthiest third world country that's ever existed. We're the world's wealthiest banana republic, but we don't think of ourselves as that way. So we look at countries like Nicaragua and. Uh, Peru or something like that. If something like that happened where uh, the, the guy who lost a contested election in one of those, you know, tin pot dictator type places, we would be all over. This is ridiculous. And the guy was complaining about it. Millions of people were up in arms about it. And then the new regime started targeting him and started prosecuting him for unprecedented things. And then just, you know, we're just going to take you off the ballot or and, and that kind of thing. Obviously, we'd be saying you can't do that. That would never happen in a democracy. So this is you have to take Trump out of the equation because he is the lightning rod here. And it's just this this sets another another disturbing precedent. So in the future, if there is a Huey Long or something, somehow one of these guys slips through the crack, Ross Perot or somebody that might be legit, uh, <clears throat> they have precedent now. Well, you know, we can't put him on the ballot. Look what you know, look what he said about this or that or that, because that's basically what they're doing here. Trump hasn't been convicted of anything. And the whole idea is that and they yeah, they're throwing traitor around and. This word traitor just drives me crazy. Everybody calls him a traitor, and, and a lot of people call Biden a traitor. I, I don't even know what traitor means. You're just calling whoever you don't like a traitor. And uh, in fact, one of the Dukes of Hazards, maybe we ought to talk about that, you know, John Schneider, he's, uh, I, I think that they may make an example out of him. I don't know what kind of power he has left in Hollywood, but he really, he went way over the line where he said, you know, Biden and Hunter Biden should both be hanged on uh, <clears throat> Twitter, which is, you know, I think, Pretty provocative statement, to say the least. So the Secret Service is already visiting him. But if they wanted a civil war, they're doing everything to make it happen. Because this is the kind of stuff, as Tony pointed out, <clears throat> this is just going to – whatever happens to Trump, you know, the, the, the line is he just keeps going stronger. It just makes him stronger. And it probably does increase his support because it's, it's making it look like he is this outsider. It's making it look like they're doing everything to stop him when they're not. He's irrelevant. He's part of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Trumpenstein project. And everything they're doing is to set precedent to make it easier for them to jail people. Like if you saw my show yesterday and I protest, you know, I had another one of the J6 defendants who uh, was stepped inside right, right past police officer for 36 seconds in the Capitol. And uh, he could have faced years in prison. He worked out a plea deal. I think he was, he got an Owen Schroyer type 60-day sentence. Uh, I had Ashley Babbitt's mom on as well. And again, these people are still there. There's people that are there that have been, they don't even know how many are there that have been there for almost three years now. And again, that's something we never used to do. You did it in the Civil War with Lincoln when he suspended the writ of habeas corpus. They did it here. They're denying all due process and no one cares. because And it's all because of Trump, because they're there because they came to support Trump. And the millions that hate Trump, they don't care about law. They don't care about anything because it's all it's the same thing with the people that love Trump. If Trump came back, it somehow came back into power, they would support him doing the same thing. You know, they would support him putting Adam Schiff in prison or something and, and denying him all due process. That that's and that's the way it is. That's a, you can see it playing out now on college campuses. It's the same conservatives that were rightfully upset at being canceled 
uh, having conservatives thrown off college campuses and not allowed to speak and everything. They're applauding the uh, pro-Palestinian, uh, you know, uh, I mean, they're, they're, uh, they want the pro-Palestinian speakers to be canceled the same way they dox the, the students at Harvard. So neither side wants to hear what the other has to say. And that's where we are. We're a totally divided country. I don't think that we can have a civil war because I don't think the side that is uh, the Republican side, I don't think, despite all their guns, I don't think they will fight. I don't think anybody should fight, but I, I don't. I just don't think that will ever happen. I think they're trying to make it look as if it will, and they may have some agent provocateurs or they set up some incidents to further crack down. But uh, all of this is very disturbing. People should be upset, not because of Donald Trump, but because again, you you take the guy who's leading, and I, again, I don't. The polls are all very dubious, you know. But these are the polls we rely on. So, and he does have millions of people still supporting him, obviously, because he's they look to him. He this is the opposition. This is the if you don't like what's going on with the records setting inflation and everything else, the country crumbling. Well, you got to go back to Trump. Of course, he was president for four years, but people forget that. But I think this this is the uh, the sad situation we find ourselves in that this. This guy is has been put up as, as the Goldstein from 1984, the Emmanuel Goldstein. He is the opposition leader, and he's fake, just like Emmanuel Goldstein was. He's nowhere near as articulate as Emmanuel Goldstein was. But this is the opposition, and so when they, whatever they're trying, if they're trying Trump for you know exaggerating the value of his assets, which again it's not a crime, and you know, millions of people do it every year. Uh, if they're uh, trying prosecuting Trump for raping a woman 30 years ago or at some we don't know what year it was exactly the victim doesn't remember the year in a you know a dressing room at a crowded uh, uh, crowded department store and somehow she couldn't make enough noise to make people let know what was going on and then joked about it later on in social media he was convicted of that what does that mean to any of us any of us could find a woman from you know years before they came for and say you know that guy Tony Arterburn Billy Ray Valentine yeah you know he, he raped me I don't remember exactly when. But I, I was really traumatized. I can't name the year, but I was really traumatized. Sure, I joked about it later on social media, but and you get convicted on that. That sets a horrible precedent because it's Trump. Same thing with the vote fraud. He's he's being prosecuted for complaining about the vote again in the same state where Stacey Abrams is still complaining. Same state. Nobody blinks. Same just like this week you had um, Hunter Biden who snubbed his nose at a congressional uh, a subpoena, contempt of Congress, right? Uh, but uh, it's no big deal. The media, and what happened uh, to Peter Navarro, who was on my show a while back, he was convicted for contempt of Congress for doing the same thing, ignoring a subpoena. We don't have the rule of law anymore. It's all politicized. Either contempt of Congress is a really serious crime and you should be convicted for it, or it's no big deal. It can't be one or the other, depending on what your politics are. And that's what we're developing this system because of Trump. Trump was injected into this equation to make people, good people on the left, uh, disregard the law. We're now a government of uh, men, not laws. Because it, it, it doesn't matter. Roger Stone, Manafort, all these people have been demonized that were associated with this Trumpenstein. So people support. Good, lock him up, hang him. I've heard people tell me that they should all be hanged. I said, really? So that guy that told me that Roger Stone should be, he should get the death penalty. I said, so so who who in America would you not have get the death penalty? Is that exactly what has Roger Stone done? You think he's a dirty trickster or something? You really want him executed? Really? There are people out there that feel that, and they certainly would love to see Trump executed. And it's very disturbing. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I do think that there's a possibility that uh, 
Trump will be elected from prison. And again, there were, will, you know, we've, we've had other people who get elected from prison. You know, we had a dead guy that won an overwhelming landslide the last election. So, I mean, we've had dead people elected. We've had people elected from prison. So uh, this could easily happen. But again, I think people have to, I, I see this differently from almost everybody. I, I, my friend, John Barber, before he started getting a little Trump derangement syndrome himself, <clears throat> he, he invented the great term Trump, uh, uh, Trump agnostic. That's what I am. We're the smallest minority group in the country. I refuse to go either way. I'm not going to hate him or, or like him. I know what he is. I think that he's there for this reason. He's constantly putting out and being paraded out, and he symbolically represents the opposition. And so every time he's convicted of something, he's never going to be really punished. But every time he's convicted of something or taken off the ballot or whatever, that's that's a message to all of us that we're coming to points where dissent is becoming criminalized. And that's exactly what we were. We're thought criminals, and we, it's just a point when they're going to actually name it thought crime, because that's what basically all this is. So that's my take. And I realize there's probably, a, you know, one-tenth of one percent in the country that agree with me. But that's, you know, like David Knight, I'm not going to change my take on it. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Graves, what's up, sir? Well, uh, Don, I thank you for not including me in that rape scenario. Right. I'm sorry. I should have included. <laughs> That's fine. I appreciate it. Okay. Right. <laughs> Merry Christmas, sir. You've been, you've been acquitted of the hypothetical uh, yeah. rape yeah. allegation. Yeah. I don't know. Donald Trump just bores me to tears. I know we have to talk about it because it's in the news, but as my good friend, uh, Harlan Stonewall always says, Orange Jesus, you know. Yeah, yes, he does. Um, yeah. The guy's a clown. I don't hate him. I don't like him. Like Don said, I pretty much have known what he had, what he is from even like no joke. Even before I was um a fan of Mr. Jeffries, I was thinking he was a joke. Um just a reality TV star, and you know. Basically, I don't think anything's going to happen to him. I think every time they throw something new at him, it just it increases his support with the MAGA folks and and all that. And I personally, I don't know how they would do it, but I think something's going to happen where all the Supreme Court stuff in Colorado and whatever states follow, if if they do, I think something will happen where he's still going to be allowed to be the uh, nominee. You know, like he's going to be the looking candidate regardless. And then you got the Crypt Keeper on the other side. Uh, if he's still kicking, we're going to have him, obviously. Uh, RFK Jr., who I have no faith in now at all, um, because I, for various reasons, I, and I really honestly haven't been following in terms of polls and things like that. I don't really trust polls anyway. But, um, yeah, I I feel I, I'm, I feel like a lot of people are like me. I don't really have a candidate at all. So... When I don't participate in this charade, just like the, I didn't in the last two, the last time I uh, participated in uh, what I eventually came to think of as being, you know, a rig system. And Billy Ray, I know that you think that I think you still think this, that it doesn't have to be a rig system anymore because people are just they're just going to they only have the two choices anyway. Yeah, I don't think I'm putting your words. I don't mean to put words in your mouth. But I'll, like, I'll clarify. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but basically, uh, you know, I still feel like there's a strong possibility that it's still a selection years in the in the making. I mean, we see all the you know we see all the uh, the signs and the tells or whatever uh, for that. 
So just putting all the energy into all this, uh, I got, I don't, I don't put my energy into elections anymore. Um, I was let down by John Kerry. And I know when you're younger, you tend to be, right, right. <laughs> you tend to be more democratic. When you're <clears throat> like when you're in your uh, teens or twenties, you, you know, you're not, you're pretty much not a conservative mindset kind of thing. And at the time after nine 11 and starting to, you know, look into nine 11 and seeing all the Bush, you know, the W and the Cheney stuff, I really did feel like that was almost like an, a Nazi Germany, 1933 kind of situation with the Reichstag fire and everything. So at that time, I really honestly thought um, that John Kerry was going to, you know, be the answer for that. So much so I went to actually see him in New Hampshire in October 2004. I went and saw Michael Moore at the same time a, a week before that. And he's let me down over the years, too. So and then when Obama came in, I actually I'll say it, I. I, I thought like, oh, he, he might be the ch hope and change we need or whatever. And he let me down. So since 2012 um, forward, I haven't participated in any of this nonsense. And uh, I don't think, uh, I think in the world that we're in, no matter who the candidate is now, I'm not going to be able to trust their real intentions. And I know that's a real crappy thing to, to say and not a good place to be, but there's always some kind of agenda behind anytime anyone <clears throat> gets to a platform of prominence in terms of politics or media. I unfortunately have that bell can't be unrung. You know, I've seen too many things over the years. So I don't think I'd be able to trust any candidate at this point. So I'd rather not participate. I don't know if that answers what the question was originally, but orange Jesus. <laughs> So I, I think that um, um, we we really don't have a choice, right? Don't it's, it's an illusion, a choice, and I think we can all agree on that, and everybody in the chat will agree on that. It's just how we get there is is, is different. Um, I think that why, I mean, we, we're thinking about these things in a very brick and mortar, old school type of way. Why are we? going to Best Buy? Why are we going to Target? Why are we going to the mom and pop store down the block when I got Amazon in my home? And I'm like, dit, 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 and boom, here comes everything I'm ordering. No problem. Oh, they don't have it down the block. So let me, let me just order it. The, the rules of engagement have changed. Things are different now. So when we talk about, um, uh, rigging the ballot and, and, and stuffing ballot boxes and, and shit like that. To me, it sounds incredibly antiquated and not necessary. And it's a distraction for people to, to, to chase, you know, to go after, Oh my God, the ballots from China, they, they're, they're bamboo. They, you know, they're made out of bamboo paper. So clearly, you know, um, Rudolph Giuliani just got slapped with 148 mil right for for the nonsense that he was spewing you know what i mean like i mean and 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 we're looking at that and we're like this election was rigged and i'm like yeah it was rigged in your mind in my mind in everybody else's mind because you thought you had a choice in the first place and when you get biden and trump who's giving you these choices who's giving them to you what store are you shopping from it's the same store. 
So why am I going to go out of my way to do all of this stuff when I'm going to get what I want anyway? It's the, the rationale that people use. And, 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 and I, I talked about it on my last fringe with the gentleman that wrote that book uh, about a conspiracy theory, uh, uh, a survival guide. He was talking about false flags. Right. And, and there was, we weren't in, in particular talking about the shooting in Prague, but but I have I have a friend that his mother was at that shooting. And I remember telling him, I'm like, now you're going to hear people talk about that freaking false flag. And you know it to be real because you're personally affected by it. Shouts to you. He's listening right now. Right. So we look at situations like that. And this guy's like, well, false flags. There was a, there was a shooting and it was a false flag. But earlier in the conversation, we spoke about the eugenics program. And I'm like, well, how are we speaking about a eugenics program? Yet they're going to go out of their way not to kill people at a school. If we're thinking this is coming from the same source, they're going to set up an elaborate hoax not to kill people, but they want all of you dead. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So, so th this is why th this whole election thing doesn't make any sense to me. Because how do they rig it? They rig it through social media. They rig it through the radio, the television, through the... I mean, your thoughts are not your own 99% of the time. That's how these things are rigged, right? Now, let's go back to Trumpenstein. Um, I, I think the Supreme Court ruling in Colorado is valid. Trump is not eligible to be on the ballot. And they're like, well, he's, he hasn't been... He hasn't been uh, uh, found guilty of anything. Well, you know what happened was, right? And, and then they used the term insur insurrection. And they used the, the, the semantics of it. It wasn't an insurrection. It wasn't an insurrection. Yeah, no, 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 it wasn't, right? Largely. But this Trump sent, um, sent Mike Pence to Congress to do what exactly? To do what? Ask yourself the question. Why did he send him there? To overturn the freaking election. That's why he sent him there. So now what we're doing is the Supreme Court in Colorado made this ruling. It's getting kicked up to the Supreme Court of the United States, right? They're going to overturn this ruling almost, almost 100% certainty. Now let's go 99%, right? They're going to overturn it and nothing's going to happen here, right? It's going it to only serves to, re, like, like all of you have said, it only serves to reinvigorate people and let them know that he is an outsider, right? That, um, uh, um, that, he, that they really want, because who's your enemy? David Knight said this. We've been saying this here for a long time. David Knight has a bigger platform. So I hope somebody listens to him. Like just because they're saying, oh, who's your enemy? Oh, look at their enemies. Look at their enemies. Look at their That doesn't mean shit. Look at their enemies. Look at the people who don't like them. So what? Do they want us? Do they want to help us? I don't care who their enemies are. What are they doing for me and mine? And by mine, I mean all of us here. Because we're all in the same boat, whether we like it or not. Right? So it's going to get overturned. Tons of people are going to be like, okay, uh, it, it's because Trump is looking out for us and, and he is the only true one and he is leading in the fictional freaking polls. Look at this. All of a sudden, we subscribe to what's being put out there. We subscribe to the polls. Oh, he's leading in the polls. He's leading in these polls. Look at them. So they're using 
They're weaponizing the government. The Biden administration is weaponizing the federal government to go after Donald Trump. Like Donald Trump didn't give them all the ammunition to go after him. Let's look at the way this is playing out on this stage. Right? Let's not get wrapped up into the story. Let's remove ourselves from it and look at all the all the things that have been laid out in order for this to happen. Trump's role in all of this. And then Trump turns around and Cash Patel, I should say. Cash Patel um, uh, who's been on the war room with Steve Bannon and, and, and Trump is going to put him in, the, in, 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 in government supposedly when, they, when he gets reelected, right? What, is, what does he say? We're going to go after every journalist. We're going to go after everybody that said that we didn't lose, I mean, that, that, we, um, that we lost the election and everybody that reported it, we're going to go after them to the fullest extent of the law. And if I can't lock you up, I'm going to fine you. What does that sound like? <laughs> Weaponizing the government? Yeah, like, but, but, but Billy Ray, that's what, the, that's, what the, that's what the Biden administration has done. Again, I'm not being well, I, I, They I, have I, weaponized it, and Trump never does anything. He won't I go think, after anybody. He never I, I think that the, the, the Biden administration is using what Trump laid out for, the, for him to use. He, he, he's, he's picking up everything that Trump dropped and using it against him. And now what, what it's done is it's set up a, a really dark future for us because every administration that comes on is going to get pettier and pettier and pettier and pettier and they're going to go after, they're going to really start weaponizing this and they're going to go after people as a result. And it's going to be cool. It's not going to be a problem, right? It's going it's to be fine because your people are in control. Your people are in control. So yeah, we've, we've established it. We've established the precedent that you can go. This is what I'm talking about. The politicized. And they started when Trump was president. Trump's Justice Department went after his people. They never went after a single deep state creep. They didn't went after nobody in the swamp. But his it was his Justice Department that they went after uh, Manafort and Flynn and Roger Stone. They prosecuted them again just for being associated with him. And if you if you want to know, that's the gist of the Trumpetstein project right there. It's his Justice Department that did that. He appointed Christopher Wray. Right. Which the FBI goes, so this is this, but the, the, the thing that we need to remember about this is no matter what happens, elections now, every election now will be, it's going to be okay. a show regardless because we're right. so divided. If Biden wins, obviously, you know, chaos can result. But if Trump wins, what I mean, the, I, the other, I mean, I, I don't, I can't even imagine that, what the reaction would be. So they've, they've made it to where nobody's going to accept the results, even though, one side thinks it's legitimate if their guy wins and, and not if they don't. But either way, they're not going to accept. They're going to say it's that it's rigged if their guy doesn't win. Uh, uh, unpopular statement right here. Hold on. Uh, unpopular statement. But I don't see the left losing their mind. When, 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 uh, not, not, not to the point that they're challenging. Not my president, the pussy hats. I mean, they were they're going crazy. But are they saying that it got stolen? Have, yes. Have yes. They were. Freaking, like Donald Trump? That's what Russia gave us Have all they about. lined their pockets like <laughs> Donald Trump? They're corrupt. We know the left is corrupt. We're talking yeah. about scale here. No one's ever done what Donald Trump has done. Completely changed it. Michael Flynn is a part of it. He did the exact same thing. Okay? So when Donald Trump wins again, if he does win again, you're going to hear it, but you're going to hear a lot less people say, oh, the, 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 the election is rigged. Oh, people are aware that people who vote for Donald Trump. 
People are aware of this. That's the reason they came out to vote in the first place. Because they're like, oh my God, so many people are, 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 are in, siding in, with in it. In 2016, what's it going to cause is more racial divide. That's well, what it's yeah, going to cause. Absolutely. It's going to cause, right. but that's it's, it's going to cause that. But look, what's going to happen here is, and this is the way I'm, I, I don't know if it's going to play out this way, and then, and then I'll release this. But the, the way I'm looking at this is that this is going to, this is going to, the Supreme Court's going to say this is bullshit and let, and, and, and let it go. It's going to give, uh, um, they're going to use this example for presidents to come that they can be immune of whatever the hell they want. And it applies to Joe Biden. By the way, okay, because this is what we're setting up here. If if we let this go, or 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 the Supreme Court lets this go, because we don't have anything to do with this, if they let this go, they're giving everybody else in, that sits in the presidency of the United States carte blanche. Whether you like it or not, that's what's going to go down. They're giving them carte blanche to do what they want, and then Biden gets into office, he'll pardon Donald Trump, pardon. Bye. No problem. This is all over. I get to do what I want. And everybody else after that gets to do what they want. Either way, we end up losing here. Okay. But let's remember what this guy did. Let's remember what he claims to do and what he has done historically in his life. He is a sore loser that cannot stand to lose anything, whether it was stolen from him or not. He will always claim that it was stolen from him. That's my issue with this man. All right. And that's why I lost. I don't know how many thousands of freaking listeners that never came back. Right. And, 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 and it's, it's the truth. This is the absolute. And it, it's, it's just the, the, the fact of the matter. You can argue. You can do the mental gymnastics about it all day long. You can point fingers to the left and fingers to the right. The bottom line is this. This guy tried to stay in office. Was it an insurrection? No. Did people get led into the freaking building? Yes, absolutely. It was a, a bit of both. There, this was a LARP, right? And the government had a lot to do with it. But were there people that were talking about overthrowing the government and taking it back? Yes, Joe Biggs. And we have it on film for those of you that need to be reminded of that. He said it. Okay. So, so this is a thing. This is where, and this is what we're setting up here. We're setting up for presidents to be able to do whatever the hell they want. That's what we're setting up here. Go ahead, Don. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, the thing is, you go back to 2016, okay? And and this is when, when Trump came in came into office. The left, they were they were out in the streets. The pussy, that's where the pussy hats came from. They were literally screaming. You're talking about not losing it. They were screeching like banshees. They literally couldn't talk. You had Owen Schroyer and people <clears throat> on going up to them at uh, demonstrations. They they just would scream or or make noise. They would shout. They wouldn't even express why they were there. They didn't know why they were there. Trump and Stein triggered them, and they couldn't take it. That's why they put their pussy hats on and they said, "My my president." Not he never did anything. And Hillary Clinton, we know now, and I've written about this a lot. In 2016, uh, John Brennan of all people, CIA director. There's a CIA memo out there that that literally says hillary wants to wants to come up with this plan to blame russia for the election i mean it doesn't get any clearer than that nothing happened to her and trump knew about that memo why didn't trump go after her immediately biden went after trump why isn't he going after i mean this is obvious what was happening here they invented this nonsense and it was the brainchild of hillary clinton who he defeated and was the ultimate sore loser and is still talking about that so you had people everywhere talking about on the left and if Trump somehow got back in, and they may want this, 
you're you're going to see if you watch the news coverage on CNN, MSNBC, and Hollywood back then. There, it was great viewing because they were just going nuts. So how can this possibly happen that uh, that girl with Chenk Urger or whatever her name is, Anna Kasp? I mean, they were they, it was entertaining to watch, and you're you're you know it, way more than something that Hannity or somebody on Fox News or whatever would do. And again, I I don't like the left better than the right, but the, I don't think they're I don't think they're going to allow that to happen. But we need to look at that. Whatever Trump did, Trump did. For instance, he was impeached on the Ukraine. The stupid call he made to Zelensky or the Ukraine, which he just he basically said, you know, you should you should investigate the Bidens for corruption or something, which is they should. And and uh, but Biden is on videotape bragging about getting the Ukrainian prosecutor fired. So yeah, we fired his ass. I mean, that was investigating the binds. That's not that met, doesn't even matter to the other side because of Trump and side. We've now we're so divided, and the entire thing is he is as long as Trump is involved, the other side doesn't care. They I said to, if Adolf Hitler was alive today, he could redeem his reputation because if he just ran against Donald Trump, those eighty million people, the whatever that hate him, they would vote for Hitler. <laughs> they absolutely would. Trump Trump has become so demonized in their hands. And the, on the other side, again, they do think he's orange Jesus or whatever, and they think they forgive his 4D chess and everything. He's not. I mean, I, I was I had him on the show yesterday. I was talking to uh, uh, Daniel Goodman, the guy that was in, uh, in inside the Capitol for 36 seconds, a tremendous criminal. And, uh, you know, he, he thinks, you know, tr- he says he will. I talked to other J6 people. They think Trump will part. Joe Biggs thinks he will. If Trump got in there, I don't think he will, because he never does the right thing. So I say, when you talk about all the things Trump has done, Trump never does anything. He just tweets. That was the whole Trumpenstein project to get everybody upset over his personality and him threatening, well, I might I might put troops at the border. Uh, maybe I'll pardon Assange. Maybe, I'll, you know, we really should probably bring these troops back from Syria. He never did anything, except when he was ordered to bomb Syria, he bombed them like everybody else. But he never, and when it came on his way out the office, that was his final show. He could have pardoned Assange and Snowden and Manning. The Democrats couldn't stop that, but he didn't do it. Instead, he pardons the president of Death Row Records uh, at, at the behest of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> Snoop Dogg put out a video mocking his assassination when he was president. So, I mean, th- this that's Trump and Stein. That's where we are. But the idea is that right now there are no heroes. There's nobody good. My boy RFK Jr. is is busy trying to become president of Israel, apparently. So there's there's nobody good, you know. And there there I know I know there's nobody good out there. There's nobody to root for. But we ought to be disturbed at whatever structure we have left when they do things like this in the name of Trumpenstein, and that's what they're doing. When they're you know think, why don't we just take them off the ballot? We can just do this and that. It in case we ever have anything good again, which we probably won't. But if we do. Again, the precedent has been set. And I, I just hate seeing all this. And it's it's all it's tough being tough being a Trump agnostic because I can see the emotions on either side and I catch it all the time from both sides. But I'm telling you, this guy is an actor and uh, he's the, the country has been completely transformed because of this uh, Trumpenstein project. All right. Final thoughts, Tone, and then we're going to Chris and we're moving on. Well, first of all, I, I find it highly offensive, uh, Billy, that you're a uh, Best Buy supremacist. You didn't even mention Circuit City in this entire, in this entire analogy. I, I'm, I'm talking about the dark horse Circuit City 2024, okay? They went bankrupt, Tony. 
circuit. Yeah, I know know that, but that you shouldn't discriminate just because they don't <laughs> exist. Okay. Yeah. I'll let the people speak. Uh, anyway, I, I, you know, you, you mentioned Mike Pence and I, I, again, I don't want to correct your record, but I think the the actual record, I mean, Mike Pence, uh, his legal team sent a legal letter. So he's vice president. He sends a legal letter to the Trump administration saying he's not going to do anything and he has no authority to do anything uh, by the, and he also was, you know, the vice president is the president over the Senate. Uh, John Adams said it was the most useless office ever invented by the mind of man, the vice presidency. <laughs> and that's pretty much what, what Pence was in that, that, you know, January 6th scenario, everybody knew it was over. The only people that didn't know it was over was the people that were there protesting and, you know, the the, the people that are being persecuted for it. You yeah, know, well, let me producing- clarify real quick. He, he got sent there, and that's what I said. I never said that he went there with the intention to do it. Okay. I said he got sent there by Donald Trump with with marching orders to do what they wanted him to do. It was it was uh, uh, Rudolph Giuliani and, and uh, Sidney Powell, somebody else, another lawyer that came up with the whole thing that Trump, I mean, that Pence had the power to overturn, which he never had. And and that's why um, um, everybody came down to January 6th on D.C. on that day because they were expecting that to happen because Donald Trump has said it was going to happen. All the rumors were out there. We already knew what was going to happen. You know, we knew something was going to go down because of that. So th- that was the intention, whether or not Mike Pence was going to do it. I don't believe he was going to do it. He said he wasn't going to do it. He knew better. But that was why Trump okay. was like, this is what's going to go down. But anyway, well, go ahead. For the, for, the re- for the record, he should have sent Mike Lindell because at least he could have put a <laughs> pillow have over it. somebody's Dude, face. I mean, and Mike Lindell, man, is like literally begging on TV for money at this point, man. I feel so bad for that guy. His lawyers quit on him and he's yeah. still going for Trump. Yeah. Got and and Gi- Giuliani is, is, has to, again, this, this Giuliani was, you know, a 9 11 cover up artist. He's no good, but for whatever reason, he's the one that was talking about the things that were on the Hunter Biden laptop. I, I don't know, you know, why why he became what he did. And obviously it's, it's funny, but he's another designated loser. He's 148 million. And how, how did they find the two poll workers that were defamed? To where they, do you realize that's more than Johnson and Johnson was fined for killing a bunch of people with talcum powder years ago? I mean, this this is where we're at now. We are literally insane. How hundred just like finding out Alex Jones almost a billion dollars for Sandy Hook. All of these precedents are being set for people like us, real truth tellers that can do this. So you you I mean you can you harass the parents by questioning something. You defamed poll election workers by pointing out, you know, shenanigans that were going on. This is ridiculous. $148 million. And again, people are applauding it. Understand the degrees here. You can't you can't hang Roger Stone because you don't like him. That kind of that's the philosophy they have. They hate this Trumpenstein so much that the uh, the messages work. The, the, they're like Pavlovian dogs. They're the bell rings. Yeah, hang him, kill him, take, I don't care, take away all our rights. I'm fine. I hate what that guy has to say. It's all because of Trump and Stein. All the hate speech, all this misinformation, disinformation. So I'm waiting for Trump to be tried. If they try him for promoting misinformation or disinformation, it's all over. Because that, that makes all of us certified thought criminals. And they may do that. And again, the people that hate Trump and Sino Church, yeah, right on. He was spreading misinformation. That's right. You can't do that. You, know, you Screw the First Amendment. But most Americans don't believe in the First Amendment anymore. Now. That's obviously been 
demonstrated very clearly. And again, it's hard being a Trump agnostic, but it's even harder being a civil libertarian in America 2.0. And um, my, my pillow is a fantastic pillow. I, I had one. <laughs> it's really good. People I are talking did. about the sheets in, in the chat and those sheets, uh, I've never used them, but I'm assuming they were fantastic too. The pillows are great. I, I thought they were great. Um, uh, tone, finish your, finish your thought. And I understand Mike Pence's role. I understand the vice, the vice president's role in all of this, but, um, as far as being able to overturn the election was what, which was the perception that was put out there and what people thought was going to happen. That's what Trump sent him there to do and called him a coward for not doing that's that, that, that was the whole point of bringing up the Mike Pence. So finish up and then we'll go to, uh, to, to Mr. Graves. Go ahead, sir. Well, I would close with this as part of the fulcrum of the massive psychological operation, Hegelian dialectic, to move us closer to tyranny. I don't think any of it's real. I mean, it's got real consequences, but right. you know, Randall Henderson in the Rockfin chat, he just put out the uh, quote from FDR, if it happens in politics, you can bet it was planned. <laughs> this is all planned. I don't know to what level, but right. I think when you step back for a minute, remove your emotions, remove your biases, there's something very wrong with all of it. Something very, very wrong. And precedence, you know, Trump was a precedent. You know, he set precedence on gun control with executive order. He locked us down with executive order. There's there's so much going on here that's baked in taking out the ballot access. This is very, these are very strange times, but they're leading to something. And you could be alluding to something too, you know, allowing uh, those who are convicted or criminals or or have been sanctioned to run. That may be the the very reason they're doing it. And it has nothing. Maybe it's just Trump's part of it in the sense that uh, they get two birds, one stone. They get to make him a martyr. And they also get to ensure that no matter what, even if we, the people in other states say we can't, this person has violated the Constitution or is an enemy of the state and is guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors. They're taken off the ballot. So you, you may be right there. But this all is part of the plan. And I think, you know, when we talk politics, it's just like, you, you know, you did wrestling podcasts for years, Billy, still do. Mm-hmm. And that's what gives you a great insight on our current politics. And even I was talking to my dad yesterday. He said, it's just professional wrestling. Yes, that's exactly what it is with real right. consequences. Right. It's a, it's a real, a real live, uh, it's a live action role playing game with real consequences. Right. People get hurt. People are going to die. You know, what happens after that, we'll we'll all find out. But over here, it hurts, right? We feel it. Chris Graves, what's up? Well, like Heath Ledger's Joker said, it's all a part of the plan. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just remember, folks, uh, Rudy Giuliani said uh, trial by combat during January 6th, and nothing happened to him. I mean, yeah, like I don't feel bad for him whatsoever, Mr. 9-11, Mr. America's mayor. Mr. Uh, BS artist. Anyway, um, the other thing was also, yeah, I think like what Tony was, you know, was quoting um, FDR, right? Um, all this stuff is planned. I know it's an easy way to, you know, a lot of people go, oh, it's a psyop. It's a psyop. It's a shell. And I'm guilty of that too. But largely, I mean, it ha- this just has to be. I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but when Biden, when Trump was on his way out on the inauguration day, he left a little note behind for Joe Biden. And Joe Biden was asked about what, what was in the note. And 
Joe Biden to this day has never disclosed what Trump wrote to him, but he smiled in a way that made me feel like it, they're both on the same page. They're they're both like I think what like what was referred to earlier as uh, Trump kind of like starting, you know, leaving the breadcrumbs for future presidents to be mm -hmm. on a. For I think a lot of that, like with the way that he just kind of smirked, Joe Biden smirked that day about being asked what was the content, the contents of that that letter that Trump left uh, in the Oval Office for Biden. I personally think full speculation. I think it was like, hey, have a good show, man. See you next. See you next. <laughs> next. Next time or whatever. Mm -hmm. One of those deals. I think they're both the same thing. And I know I've been saying it, and I think Don's been saying it for quite some time. They're both the the both two sides of the same corroded shitty coin. And uh, yeah. yeah, that's how I feel about that. It was uh, the 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 password to the presidential Pornhub subscription that's <laughs> under the. He's like, the here you go. The frazzle drip password. Right, exactly. That's that's All what right. they were handing off to each other. Just heads up. How do I know that? You know, don't ask. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Well, how much time do we have? We have uh, about seven minutes tone before we go over to free world. Or are we? Is that the, is seven. that the plan? Huh? That's the plan. Yeah. The All end right. of the end of the hour. We're going to be uh, exclusive on freeworld.fm. So if you'd like to join us over there, come on over. Yeah, come on over to Free World and uh, and uh, join the chat over there. And uh, we're going to talk about your AI girlfriend for the future. Uh, and, um, and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about Rudolph Giuliani. Um, and I do want to talk a little. Let's talk a little bit about, about um, Palestine right now before we leave. Just because it's out of the news cycle. Uh, not completely, but out of the main headlines, right? Um, if, if you want to find information about it, you still can, of course, but, uh, people are still dying over there <laughs> regularly, you know, like tons of tons, tons of people. Um, and you know, we, we tend to just forget about it once it's not, you know, in, in the headlines, but it's Christmas, right? And then they canceled Christmas over there. It's kind of really sucks, you know? Um, I mean, you, they, they could still have Christmas at home, of course, but as as a whole they canceled christmas you know um and and uh god i mean I, I can't even begin to imagine what those people are going through right now um and i and i never want to find out ever you know um so let's let's also just think about how fortunate we all are even in our situations we all have crappy situations right we're all going through something right you, we might be going through money problems we might be going through mental health problems we might be going it's Everybody has something going on, right? And but we're still incredibly fortunate, you know. And 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 we let's be thankful for that. I think that's the you know that's the, I mean, like Don said it earlier. It highlights you know it's it's highlighted during this season. But I, I try to live by that philosophy every day, you know. But during this season, this is what you know the essence of of what this represents, man. So um, just just be thankful and grateful for what you have, even though. Uh, you might be in a real crappy situation, you know, and uh, and and things are bad. Somebody has it worse, you know, and that doesn't make what you're going through better, you know. But but let's just be be thankful for our position and and try to make ourselves better from that position. All right, thoughts on that tone before we go over to free world. Yeah, I mean the prayer is peace on earth, goodwill towards men. 
you remember a little over 2,000 years ago in that very spot, uh, there was a baby born. And if your faith is with you today, if you're uh, celebrating, I don't believe that uh, Jesus was born on, on December 25th. Right. Uh, the historical record, I think, is skewed. This is, if you know anything about, um, you know, uh, previous civilizations and paganism and all that lines up and what winter solstice is, and all, again, doesn't really matter. We're celebrating it now. And the idea of it, the intent is there. And it really is sad for the that that entire region, the people of Gaza live in an open-air prison camp. Right. You know, have their water, their food cut off. To have the very political apparatus that carries out the terror being funded by the people they attacked, that's pure evil. I mean, if you think about it, governments, folks, governments, you're picking sides in all this. But these governments, you know, they're psychopathic. And, you know, Iran funds Hamas and Hezbollah, right? And the Houthi rebels in Yemen, all right? That's the Iran proxies. And, of course, Israel, the House of Saud, they have their triangulations too. This is about the global domination of the energy market, currency, rare earth minerals, geopolitical standing it has nothing to do with what you get on the news, unfortunately. So we're right. bigger picture here. So really macro is psychopathic governments, banking institutions, financial institutions, all that with their own personal interests and in Machiavellian politics. Micro is we care about one another. And that's where we, we need to be in, in this season, especially, we need to have we pray for peace and that these people get help. You know, there's a lot of there's this lot of bad all the the intent that's been thrown out by the people that want us to hate each other. That we shouldn't have is the divisions that we have in this world. We shouldn't have, but they're manufactured. They're not real. And it is one of the saddest things. If you know anything about history and the human condition to watch it play out, because really, at the end of the day, it's just we the people versus the plutocrats of this earth. And that's just about the only division there should be. Right, right. Graves, what's up, sir? Yeah, I don't. I really don't know what to say about that situa the situation. That we have in this world, we shouldn't have. Oh, I got some kind of echo. Um, no, sorry, probably me. Go ahead. Oh no, that's all right. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I just wish that people would wake up more. Um, I don't know what to think about it. People go, oh, it's the worst. It's the worst thing since 9-11. I mean, it's always gets compared with 9-11. It's horrible in general. And uh, not to get Mr. Conspiracy Theorist on you. I mean, there's all kinds of signs that that was not exactly what it appeared to be, obviously. But I'm kind of sick of always beating that drum. Um, I guess if you have faith and you're religious or even if you're not, just... Try to send good vibes and well wishes that to that side of the, the world and uh, um, try to prevent try to prevent these kind of things from happening. I know it's easier said than done, but and I just said I wasn't going to participate in BS elections and things. So I guess I'm guilty of not not trying to do something either, I guess. But um, just send good intentions and good and prayers and. And your thoughts. And that's all I can really add to that. That the whole thing is very sad. Cool, Mr. Jeffries. What's up? Before we leave the free world. Well, I, I think we should all be grateful that once again we have avoided World War III because uh, Palestine and Israel's out of the news now. No more Hamas talk. So uh, just like Ukraine, uh, you know, we yeah we've been on the precipice of World War III for what two years, right? When did the Ukraine <laughs> thing start? So um, 
it's getting kind of boring, you know, hearing about World War Three, you know. So uh, it, it looks like they're it looks like they're just going to have that hanging over us our head, and they'll just throw that out as a threat. It's like you know your your parents threatening you or something like that, you know. Yeah, hey, you know, World War Three, you know. So um, I don't I, I don't again, I, I I could be wrong. Maybe it will actually happen, but uh, it looks as if uh, they've settled in now. And apparently, I guess the Israelis, if you hear what you, if you believe what you hear, they're killing people on the way to church and all that stuff, and they're just you know discriminately plowing people down and everybody's kind of thinking it's no big deal anymore, I guess. So, so uh, but it, here in America, thank goodness we have uh, peace on earth here, you know, so, uh, no, but we, we have to, we have to concentrate on our families and the people that love us. And this, the spirit of the season, it gets to you no matter how cynical you are. And, uh, you know, I'll watch it's a wonderful life again and be touched by it and be brought to almost tears when, uh, you know, when uh, Harry Bailey arrives and says to my big brother, George, the richest man in town and proposed the toast gets me every time. So uh, that and the Christmas Carol, those are, those are, you know, that's the, it, it, it warms your heart and realizes that people, you can't, we can be better. So, and people, everybody is better at Christmas time. Everybody's more generous. They just are, you know, there's the only time really they, they extended a lot of giving. So uh, remember that. And of course, the reason for the season is obviously, that, you know, that uh, Jesus Christ, the birth of Christ, whether whatever day it was on. But uh, we can all just be better people this time. And so many people have talked about why can't we be like this all year long? And it's a good question. Why can't we have the spirit of Christmas all year long? But obviously we can't. And we're I guess we're lucky that we get it uh, for a couple of weeks in December. But enjoy it while you can, folks. And I hope everyone out there has a Merry Christmas. Yep, absolutely. Um Let's not let's not go over just yet, Tone. The, um, we're not we're not scheduled for for the next hour, so I'm trying to fix that now. Just saw that. I believe, uh, even though it clicked over, I believe we're still live, and I can get a confirmation on that. All right, cool. I believe we're streaming right now. If you want to just keep going, we'll just make sure. Yeah, yeah. Let's get, just let's cross get the, the mic just keeps going. If you're cool, um, Jeremy in the chat. What's up, Jeremy? How you doing? Uh, give me a second. I want to get your last name. There he is. Beringer. I think something, something or other. Um, says I have a Trump derangement syndrome. Let me ask you a question, buddy. Um, <laughs> where, where did you learn that term? Did you come up with that on your own? Huh? Or did somebody teach you that? Right? Are you, what are you regurgitating? What part of what I'm saying leads you to believe that? And how come you don't say it when I say it about David Rockefeller, when I say some of the things about that? Or when I say some of the things about, I don't know, Klaus Schwab. Can I, can I crap all over Klaus Schwab? And do I have Schwab derangement syndrome? Will, will that be a thing? All right, so uh, let's, let's, let's think about where we get our thoughts. Let's, let's think about who's colonized your mind, buddy, because that's the name of the freaking game. All right. AI girlfriends. They exist, apparently. And um, they're 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 perfect for men. Only thing is, they're not real. Right. So really, I, I got I got to run. I, I'm going to try to jump back in. I can just jump back in when I want. Yeah, right? man, I'll, it's I'll open I'll, for you, sir. Okay. Anytime. okay. Merry okay, Christmas, right. Don Jeffries. Merry Christmas. Okay, guys. Come back when you can, if you can. Right. Um. So, yeah, Billy, so, do yeah. you want to go ahead and just tell people let's migrate over to free world we can go ahead and end the stream here on uh, on rockfin and uh, rumble we and twitter bye we'll, we'll end hey. the stream so freeworld.fm folks come over there we're building a another net this is our lifeboat for 
for free speech and we got some great hosts over there. We've Billy's put in a lot of work over the last year. We got um, a lot of help from, from Melissa and my, you know, all the team, everybody's pitching in right now to get free world off the airs on the, on the air. So, and doing well. Yeah, man. So um, come over uh, go over there. Please support us over there, man. Come over and, and take a look. And that's where we're going for the next hour. We'll probably do this a couple of times moving forward. Um, a lot of shows have already launched and we have more coming. So come over to freeworld.fm. Uh, listen, for those of you that are, cho are choosing to opt out, Merry Christmas. Um, thank you for being here. We really appreciate you. While uh, the, all the, um, uh, the opinions may be different, man, it all comes from a good place, man. It all comes from a place of trying to find uh, the route that's closest to the truth, right? Because will we ever find the actual truth? I don't know, but, but we, can, we can work towards it as much as possible. God bless all of you, and we'll see you over on freeworld.fm. That's free. All you got to do is type in freeworld.fm and it'll be there. A giant uh, Bigfoot should pop up. All right. Take it easy now. Let me know, Tone. You got it.